big implications for both of you. Um, Warwick, like I said, you want to hold on to the spot. Will, if you lose this game, I saved it for today, but you are out officially. (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) It's it's not an opinion. Let's go. Let's do it. Proceed. And <laughs> welcome back, uh, all eight of you, to uh, episode seven <laughs> of uh, Better If You're Drunk podcast. With me, as always, Jose. Hey, hey. William. Big Willie style here. And Castro. Good morning, evening, afternoon, whatever it is. How do you really well, are if- an idiot? <laughs> With you editing it, I'm sure it'll be like 8 p.m. tomorrow. You don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> and as uh, mentioned, we are joined by our second special guest, uh, Warwick. How you doing? Boo. Hey, guys. Oh, already. Already. <laughs> Come on, man. Jesus. I'm sorry. Welcome. Welcome. This guy over here. Hey, happy to be here. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, man, I'm really happy you could make it. I don't know if you heard the Fonz guest appearance, but you that's about the welcome you should have been expecting. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, happy to have you here. We definitely want to give some more uh, background on uh, who you are, how what you think about politics. Um, no, just, <laughs> just pretty much uh, <laughs> uh, how, uh, how long you've known and, and come to know everyone, uh, sort of your fantasy background, and we'll talk about um, the most important thing, your matchup against William this week. <laughs> yeah, so no, thanks. Thanks a lot. I'm happy to be here. Um, I think I started fantasy football in 2009. I was working at Red Robin with Jose and Miller. And uh, through them, you know, I've met the rest of the group throughout the years. Um, I do remember that year I got the first pick of the draft, and uh, Chris Johnson had just come off his monster year, so I picked him first. Chris and, Johnson. Um, what team was he with? Yeah. Oh, what a name. Uh, Tennessee. Back, back on the Titans, man. The and, Titans. Uh, needless to say, he was maybe 65% of himself the second year, you know, after that uh, mm. after that huge <laughs> breakout that he had. Mm. Um I also remember that during that draft, I didn't really know what I was doing, but I was really, really concerned about the bye weeks. So I had to make sure that I had a, no two or three players had the same bye week. So it was, yeah. a, I, it was a terrible draft. I did a shitty job. Um, <laughs> but you know what? Every week I had a full lineup, and I was very proud of that. I was going to say, jumping in, coming into the analytics early in your know. first year. That is not what I thought so. of in my first draft. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was worse. You should have taken the Miller, take the Miller approach, where you just have your whole team knock it out in one week. <laughs> yeah, and just take your take your licks, and and you're good the rest of the season. <laughs> you know what? There there is some logic behind that. <laughs> uh, well, you sort of alluded to it. Um, we haven't really we haven't really unpacked how anybody knows anybody. We sort of just assume nobody would listen outside of the uh, league, and I'm sure that's still mostly true. But for the couple people that um, you know, I know Will's mom's a big fan. Uh, <laughs> Let me get my brother back on here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that clown's trying to call me right now, actually. Uh, 
uh, for the few that don't uh, know us, we actually should unpack each of us at some point, but work since uh, you're here. Uh, is Jose the oldest person? Not the oldest person, but the <laughs> oldest uh, re- uh, <laughs> friendship that you have. <laughs> yeah. I mean both. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> no, I... Um... Yeah, I think Jose is um, and the Miller shortly behind, you know, maybe like a week or two or a month after that. I met Miller at Red Robin because he was seasonal all the time. So, um, but Jose is there from the beginning. So, yeah, you guys were all, uh, you guys all met at Red Robin, right? First job for, I think you, Jose, right? That's true. Yeah, I started working there when I was 16 as a busboy. And mm. uh, as soon as I turned 18, moved up to moved up the ladder, became a server because I could, you know, sell alcohol. Um, so that was fun. And as Warwick mentioned, yeah, that's that's how we met each other. That's how I met Miller. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, I always think of it as like there's like this branch, like uh, this tree. And everyone in here either rolls up to me or you, Mario. Well, I guess, Mario, you are the common denominator uh, for us all. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, Red Robin is is definitely the. Um, common denominator for Warwick and I and Miller. Mm-hmm. And, Scott, uh, oh, not Scott. Well, mm, Scott. Uh, Scott by association. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, because Casey was at Red Robin for a little bit too, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah she she was, and Casey and I went to the same high school and actually had a class together. So, yeah, a lot of, a lot of history. <laughs> a lot of history there. Well, that helps explain some of the roots. Uh, but, yeah, you guys were the Red Robin crew. I remember thinking I wanted to work there for a little bit just for the – so just for the fun of, of getting to be there, but I was on the theater side, which is another big chunk of the uh, of the Dynasty group. The better um, side. But, <laughs> <laughs> we had our but fun. Eventually, eventually, the two sides kind of molded together uh, through basketball or basketball. pick up football, if I'm not mistaken. I remember basketball oh, first. Yeah. yeah, basketball. I think it was football for me. That's where I like met Miller and everyone else. I think is that where I met no. you work. Remember. Probably. Yeah, I didn't um, football. Yeah, I think so. It's not a very memorable memorable moment because uh, <laughs> nobody likes you. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that works here, so he could tell you how much he's going to beat you today. Okay, dude. Okay, <laughs> calm down. Uh, shifting things back towards uh, fantasy football here, uh, work. We've mentioned it in a couple of the previous episodes that. You weren't here from the beginning. We um, we had a lot of mistakes in 2015. Uh, some led to Will's championship, and others led to um, having to replace a few of the initial uh, 10-man uh, members that we started with, one of which uh, was involved with a trade with William that was yes. so bad that yes. it got him booted out of the league completely. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the Antonio Brown trade? <laughs> that was the, the one. Was. Absolutely. So, was the one. so there, there, there's a story behind that. I was, it was actually Jose's engagement party at the Pearl. And I think that was the night that the trade was either going down or had started. Because Miller was there and he was showing me the phone, like what was what was about to happen. And I said, that's the most idiotic thing I've ever seen. In my <laughs> I can't believe you guys are a part of a league that would do some dumb shit like that. <laughs> And here I am three years later with the poor man's team trying to do something with it. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, you didn't think at that moment you would be managing that That's team. Not. <laughs> I, did not. I did not. So uh, I think, Jose, you actually did dug up the uh, details of that trade, didn't you? 
I did, yeah. So that that trade processed through July thirty first, twenty eighteen. Hold up, that that was the that was the Control Z. Uh, the Control Z. So this would have been, I guess, the year prior um, in twenty seventeen, where Jaime traded Antonio Brown for uh, traded Will and Will traded uh, Jarek McKinnon, Jarvis Landry, and the twenty eighteen first round pick. No. You have to remember, this is 2017. Like yeah. primed Antonio Brown. Yeah, this is prime yeah. Antonio Brown. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna point that out. That this, uh, this, this was. Yeah, you guys just said it. I actually had a brain fart just now. But that, yeah, <laughs> this is not the Tampa or even the New England or even Oakland Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown was actually coveted and valued. And I meant to go back and look up the 2018 uh, draft to see who picks ended up with. I didn't have time to go do that, but I think oh. that was one of the worst drafts, one of the worst draft classes we've had in recent years. The, I just want to state for the record that that trade was between two of the worst managers in our league. Worst so. managers? <laughs> yeah. Hold on, dude. I think you won that title this year plenty of times. <laughs> Let me give you some context to that trade, okay? Number yeah. one, Mario vouched for this guy. Mario said, Jaime studies players. He knows, he does. He knows fantasy <laughs> he football. Does. And I said, okay, let me put this trade out there. And he was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I love it. I was like, okay, I guess. Like, I, I, Maybe he knows something I don't. I knew it was not a, a fair trade, but no, he you said, said, let me test this guy. He said, okay. And I was like, well, Mario vouched for this idiot. So, you know. He watches so much college football. He knows we don't even watch. We study. We I've never heard. I never hear of any college players outside of like the Heisman candidates until like a month before our draft. The when I start reading about you know their talents and skills, I don't follow anything. This guy knows all those people. Yet he, the first clue should have been when in the first round of his first draft he took Danny Woodhead with the fifth pick. Yep. yep. After. Electing not to keep him, he could have kept him for free. That's he right. let him go. <laughs> that's your uh, that's your yeah. friend. <laughs> so all this to say uh, to get some context for what Warwick walked into when he took over in uh, 2018. Jose, I, I didn't I didn't ask you specifically, but I don't know if you have uh, the status of uh, what he inherited. Yeah, I was I was actually just going to bring that up. So Warwick, when you took this team over. Um, I was going to say, here are some of the names, but I'll just run through the, the entire roster really quick. Matt Stafford, Latavius Murray, which I think you have um, now. Mm-hmm. Um, Rex Burkhead, Emmanuel Sanders, Jarvis Landry, Jared Cook, Golden Tate, Mike Wallace, Tyrell Williams, Tyler Lockett, Marquise Goodwin, Elijah McGuire, Amir Abdullah, Jarek McKinnon, Hunter Henry. Hmm. Um, um, Amir Abdullah. <laughs> I remember that name. So I think, I think out of all those names, I still have, I only have one player left, which is Murray. So you're doing something right. Yeah. So, you know, for the first two years, I could use having a bad team as an excuse. I can no longer do that. This is my team now. I have Emmanuel Sanders as well, too. So two out of the original crew. But uh, it's my team now. I take ownership of it. So I can't use that as an excuse any longer. I like that attitude. I like that attitude. There you go. One more thing. One more thing. One more thing to note, when Warwick entered um, our league, um, obviously he had a, a first pick. Um, I think it was in round one or round two. Um, but his first draft pick was Ronald Jones, who he still has and who just had a really good game uh, last week. So I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> Someone's bitter. It's not going to happen again. 
I just so. before we leave the trade topic, I just want to point out too that Will got karma for that Antonio Brown screw over. Because guess who he gave Patrick Mahomes to? That's not karma, you idiot. No. Oh, you didn't just <laughs> no. give him the best quarterback, dude. That's probably- no. We we did the. What we, did you get in return? Did, listen, we did the control Z. We reset. We talked to Warren. I said, Warren, you know what? Let's redo this. I don't want any bad juju. Let's redo this trade. I'm gonna give you Antonio back, and uh, you give me Jarvis Landry. And what was it? The first rounder. I don't know what it was. No. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, we re- we reset it to try to get things straight. I'm sure you did that out of the kindness yeah. of your heart. Us telling you it was a stupid <laughs> trade had nothing to do with it. <laughs> but you know what that that um, that Mahomes uh, trade, you know, it was Breeze and I think my twenty twenty one and twenty twenty first round picks. So two yeah. first rounders and Breeze for Mahomes. Now what he did with those picks is his own. I mean, <laughs> this hey, is true. Man, I did some research on that today. You gave away that first that my twenty twenty first rounder to Isaac. Who well, Isaac. Cam Akers, of all people. But, man, you could have had... I was looking at... The, I was looking at... You could have had Justin Jefferson. You could have had, you know, some pretty elite receivers. You would have hung out on that pick. If I held on what to happened it, yes. to twenty? What happened to the 2021 pick, Will? He still, he still got it. He'll fuck it up somehow. <laughs> oh, that's right. He has it's, that one. It's but works. He gave yeah. me his. Yes. He gave me yes. his. I gave you another yeah. one. Because he thought... He probably thought his was going to be a higher pick, so he kept mine. I let choose. me pick. Yeah. I go, seriously? You're not going to just <laughs> mandate that work? He, he couldn't admit that he was going to have a worse season. Than I let him choose. So he's like, I'm going to leave it up to you. So I looked at Warwick's team, and I was like, ah, you yeah, know, maybe. And then I looked at Will's team, and I was like, oh, it's no, never mind. It's not close. I know who I'm taking, which wait. holds true so far. You as just we, wait. Uh, one, one more quick note on that trade. You actually got the rules of the league changed. That's when we implemented uh, starting to have votes uh, to approve mm-hmm. trades. Um, nothing has been vetoed since because I think we uh, got rid of the problem. <laughs> but a new rule is in place uh, thanks to you, Will, and Jaime, I guess. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, getting into your your two teams, uh, you guys are the first matchup on the slate. Will at four and six and ninth place. Um, mm. Still adamant that he will make the playoffs. That's right. Uh, Warwick with the reverse record of six and four, currently at fifth place, uh, which is sort of the last playoff spot, which you talked about. Like the sixth place is going to go to the most points, so mm-hmm. uh, you definitely want to secure five uh, record wise if you can. Big implications for both of you. Um, Warwick, like I said, you want to hold on to the spot. Will, if you lose this game, I saved it for today, but you are out officially. <laughs> oh. No, I don't think so. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not an opinion. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Only I'm just will. Will. will you have a hundred percent chance of not making it? Not there's, not. there's a chance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah well, I, I guess you'll be the last one believing that um, as we go through. But uh, you did get off to a decent start. You had to roll with uh, Carlos Hyde and Chase Edmonds last night, both of whom gave you double digits. I was actually online with him last night playing a game as he was watching <laughs> this game. 
And before Chase Edmonds scored, I think he had two carries and two catches for nothing. Yeah, it was and trash. And he was just cursing Fucking chase it. Like, I never learned. Why did I start him? Why did I start him? Like, God, it was so stupid. And then he scores. He goes, woo! <laughs> There's my guy. So, uh, change his tune real quick. Yeah, and I was super excited because while we were playing games, we won that match. And then as soon as we won that match, I saw on my iPad that he scored. He was wide open. I was like, that was Chase Edmonds, wide open. I was like, oh, my gosh. Double, double. Here we go. Yeah, he just goes, win and win, win and win. I go, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I was uh, very nervous with Chase Edmonds as I was, like, very concerned that first half. I think he had, like, uh, 0. 0.90 uh, points. And I was like, this is trash. I am upset. <laughs> Carlos Hyde, you know, he did his thing. Um, so, yeah, off to a good start for sure. And what did I say about... Um, Jameis Winston, exactly what was going to happen. I pick he him did. up, spend that money, and what happens? Take some hills to start it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They named Take some hills to start it. So fuck me, right? So we'll see what happens. Taysom Hill, who, by the way, is projected 4.9 right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not worried about the projections. I, well, I, you, well, you're losing in most of them, so I could see why you would not <laughs> want to put much stock into them. Uh, even with your double digits, and I see you finally went and set your lineup. Yes, um, I did that today specifically so you can shut up and uh, well, have something to look at. Well, even if you take into account the five that Taysom Hill would give you, uh, you're, and the two touchdowns he got last night, you're still projected to lose by uh, 16, it looks Jeez. like. God. You know, I hope I, I hope I want the poetic like justice. <laughs> I want, no, I want I want Patrick Mahomes to put up fifty points. Just Patrick okay, Mahomes. me too, man. Okay, dude. <laughs> I want keep, keep dreaming. You know what? I'm going to ask you the next the next episode what, if he dude? does it. What if you regret it? You know what I'm going to say. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> well, because in this case, Patrick Mahomes will have ended your playoff hopes. Yeah. We'll see, so man. We justice. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want in your cereal? Yeah. Justice. <laughs> but no, I'm uh, those those two running backs did go off last night a little, you know, to to an extent. Um, I was yeah. really hoping Hyde would have lost that fumble in the fourth quarter last night. Oh. They didn't even credit it with a fumble; it's more like a bobble. Mm-hmm. But um, I was really hoping he would have lost that and taking you down a little bit so you're off to a good start but we'll see what happens man Uh, yeah man we will we will see what happens (laughs) on the other side uh warwick we alluded to uh you you save your money for most of the year and then you just wait for the right moment to strike and just drop it so uh ahmed i guess it's pronounced uh your latest edition you're firing him up this week oh you are you have to man you have to you know he had a hot hand last week but um you know, I believe uh, I believe he'll he'll be able to repl- replicate it. So no less than nine points for the guy this week. I know he's projected eight point seven nine, but he'll get at least nine. You'll get that, yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent of the running back carries for Miami last week. Uh, I say what you will about Matt Breida being there, but you don't go from a hundred percent to a significant dip if they give him the ball that many times. Uh, yeah. They're definitely going to continue to feature him, unless um, you're on the Patriots. 
That's true. <laughs> I avoid getting any Patriots running back. Yeah. It's way too scary. Uh, a couple tough matchups, otherwise, outside of Mahomes. Um, you got Ronald Jones, who has, has sort of been hit or miss, uh, more hit than miss lately. But they. what surprised me is that Leonard Fournette is like the pass catching back, which shocked me because he's the massive dude. And usually it's the shorter, shiftier guys that catch the ball. And it was brought up to me that whenever they get in passing situations or close game scripts, um, that Fournette is the guy they tend to lean on. A little bit more. They're playing the Rams, who are a really good run defense to begin with. Um, and if they end up having to pass out, he may not. Uh, he may not break off a ninety-eight yard touchdown. Let's say it's not going to happen. The guy's too slow. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sanders has a tight end throwing him the ball. Exactly. Um, so I'm not <laughs> sure what kind of production he'll get. Hey, but you know what? No matter what quarterback he starts, if he throws them to Sanders, it's a it's a wash. You think so? It's <laughs> logic, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? <laughs> hey, aggressive. Will doesn't ever actually let rebuttal me, anyone's let me, arguments. Let me he just says, "Oh yeah." <laughs> let me throw you some stats, Lord. <laughs> right, here we go. I got oh, no stats man. for you, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you never actually have stats. You just say shit. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> do that. Okay. Well, I'm, um, not, I'm not worried about uh, your running backs at all. Not concerned. There you have it. There you go. Uh, duly, duly noted. We'll see. Um, I will say, Warwick, if by some miracle, Taysom Hill... Uh, does more than five points, and uh, maybe the matchup tilts the other way. You might have to change that giant killer name. <laughs> I to could, what? I could. Will could hear. Yeah, what should it be? Um, I suck dick. I don't know. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Put it in the suggestion box. Um, <laughs> uh, as we wrap this one out, Jose, you have any uh? all-time head-to-heads for these two or maybe since 2018 at least uh i have all time um mm. so will warwick you guys last met last year week seven warwick ended up taking that that win 93.64 to 53 <laughs> <laughs> roughly roughly 40 points um so will i'm sorry Warwick took that win last year warwick has actually won the last three matchups now take it for what you will right warwick joined 2018 um but with that being said both of these teams um, haven't made the playoffs since 2017, um, but obviously have nine matchups between them. Will actually has the edge over work right now, five games to four. Um, and I had one more thing to share, but now I can't find it. Uh, so the largest victory uh, in this particular matchup is 45.6, and the smallest is 9.8. Um, Will's average win by is 30.5, and Warwick's average win by is 20.9. So... Take that for what you will. Just some stats I wanted to um, give up for for this particular match. You see what stats nice. sound like, William? Oh, here's my <laughs> stat. Hold on. I got one more stat. Warwick, Thank I'm going to whoop that ass, Warwick. All right. On to the next one. <laughs> take, take that for data. That's the next soundbite I need. I forgot about that. <laughs> Damn it. I need these. Well, also, Castro, you need to take over the soundboards because I get so caught up in what we're talking about that I uh, I forget. Yes, I know. I'll make myself a soundboard. 
right after you give us those mic recommendations. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> whatever that is. Guys, got to walk before you could run. Uh, moving on to the Jose Bowl Uh, we got a little glimpse last night uh, with the Seattle Arizona game we talked uh, let's start with you Uh, Jose because I want to pick on Castro a little bit Jose uh, early on I feel like you were sweating the decision to start Murray over uh, Wilson was I right absolutely right yeah and the way the game went, um, um, yeah, so before the matchup started, it was, you know, who do I start? I think Kyler Murray will have the better game. Um, I was so sure he was going to, you know, continue the streak of having a rushing touchdown in this game, as he has, I think, every game prior. Mm. Uh, I'll, I'll need to check that. But um, I was so sure that was going to happen. And sure enough, Kyler Murray did not have a rushing touchdown this game. Um, and I think in the first half, Russell Wilson had like 16, maybe 15 fa- fantasy points. And I think, I think Kyler Murray had like five and i was like ah shit like i knew i was gonna make the wrong start um but the final um the end result fantasy performance um kyler murray 20.26 points and russell wilson 20 point uh oh wait i think he lost you know some points for for taking kneeling down the last two last two down so um was absolutely sweating but in the end i made the right call by slim margin i was thinking that you cursed yourself again because you said i think i've only made this mistake one time the whole season between the two and i was also kind of taking the blame because i built up arizona when we were picking uh the games i'm like i wonder if i convinced him that kyle would be the better start and not only was it like 15 to 5 or 6 at halftime but every time they showed Kyler, he was icing his shoulder because he got hurt. So it was yeah, just... that, that scared the shit out of me. Yep, <laughs> that scared the shit out. Of me. And then I was on, you know, I, I was browsing Twitter during the game, and you know, all the reports I kept seeing is like, oh, for as as monstrous as as Kyler Murray has been this entire season, walking into this matchup as the number one quarterback to say this performance is underwhelming is like like it just Mm -hmm. was and i was Mm -hmm. getting so upset and i was like i need to put this down stop watching the game and go work out or something so um but yeah it was crazy well it did end up working out for you uh not i mean 20 is good you'll take that but if he had 20 and russ had 30 like i'm sure you're you're in a much different mood today Uh, yeah um, luckily the guys pretty much broke even uh your opponent though talked about how mm. he believed roughly 40% of his offensive efficiency came from the two guys <laughs> he started last night. Uh-huh. We talked about Metcalf's rough outing against Patrick Peterson three weeks ago, and I asked if you were concerned. He scores a touchdown on the first drive, if I'm not mistaken, but very little production after that. How? Uh, what were you thinking watching the game? Yeah, I was... Uh... I wasn't. I was feeling really good after that first drive touch, and I'm like, sweet, because you know, like DK is gonna get a couple more, like maybe like three, four more like deep shots thrown at him, and he actually did get some, but like it, it was either like really, it was either a penalty called, or just a overthrow, you know, little things like that. Um, An overthrow. Yeah, Nobody. there was one where he it was him and Patrick <laughs> yeah. Peterson, and he was uh he got called Patrick Peterson got called for the holding pass interference, but he still if he would have caught that it was overthrown. It looked like he could have caught it; he would have just fell into the end zone. But uh, yeah, DeAndre Hopkins was really disappointing throughout the day, and I was like the whole time I'm like I don't know what Kyler Murray's deal is; like he just wasn't targeting <laughs> him like at all, and when he was, he was overthrowing him too. I think that shoulder really was bugging him, but. Uh, I was I I feel okay like I feel ten and five was okay for both the wide wide receivers it's not too bad could have been worse 
I was fearing that DeAndre Hopkins was going to stay at the one catch for like two yards, I think it was, which he had for like about <laughs> a whole two quarters. So uh, I think I was more disappointed about the kicker. Like I was just more upset that they couldn't <laughs> they couldn't get into field goal range. And I'm like, really? Like out of all the times this season you guys move the ball, like this is when you can't get into field goal range. But. Yeah, the uh, Seattle D actually showed up. We talked about how terrible they've been and uh, pick a pick a position, wide receiver, quarterback, running back, or running backs are okay, but they always perform significantly above their season average, season average when they play Seattle. One thing to take into account, though, is division games can sometimes be an anomaly for those things that they'll fire it up for one week, or in this case, Seattle lost pretty bad a couple of days ago. They're the, that type of team that'll... Uh, take it personally and, and get it together. I didn't think they would, but, um, but they did. How about, uh, I thought you were going to blame the offensive lineman for that, uh, oh, 40 yard. <laughs> of course the rookie. Yeah. <laughs> took away 40 yards from DK Metcalf and like, it had nothing to do like with him. Like there was no pressure. Like DK beat Patrick Peterson right away. Russell Wilson was, took like a second to decide. I'm going to just bomb this. Like it wouldn't have affected him. Even if he let the guy walk through, he would have, the defender would have not done anything to make that play, to stop that play. That four and a half points uh, extra would have been nice, but what do you have to say about the ball that had DK right in the face yeah. in the end yeah. zone? That's what <laughs> I was going to mention. Face. What yeah. do you say about that? That was overthrown, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that was, it was too fast. Was, uh, I guess it shit happens, man. I guess it shit happens. Ready. I don't know, man. Shit happens. I'm pretty sure Casper and I probably had like the same reactions, but like for different reasons. Like mine was like, oh, like, yeah. like, I'm sure yours was the same, but just like it was right in front of you. Hit yeah. him in the face. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Literally in the face mask. Yeah, yeah it was disappointing to watch. So could have had a bigger day, but I'm, I'm, I'm okay with what he did, what my team put up. Well, Only disappointment be. was a kicker. I wish the kicker. Usually when I lose games, it's because kickers and defenses just don't do it for me. Well, if you need some suggestions on that, I got you, dude. I am the <laughs> master the kicking guru. at kickers. <laughs> I got you. Um, looking at the rest of your remaining lineup, um, the the projection as it stands right now, Jose 105 to 87. So if it holds, or if everyone performs the way they should, it seems like uh, Deese does still have the edge. You have a lot of green in your matchups for the week. Castro, but uh, your biggest one, Tom Brady going against the tough Rams. Are you, he's projected 20. Are you think he'll get that? I do think he'll get that. Uh, I just think, I think another week of Antonio Brown there, it's just too many weapons. Like it's, it's three <laughs> receivers. Jalen Ramsey can't cover all three of them. He's going to get Mike Evans probably the <laughs> most, uh, most attention, but Antonio Brown and Godwin going to be there and Gronk too. I think they're they're really good against uh, for tight ends. The Rams or they suck at defending the tight ends. They suck at it, yeah. So I'm calling, I'm calling it right now. Tom Brady, fourteen points. That's what you're calling. That's what I'm calling. Is that your wager of the week? The bold prediction. That's, mm. There it is. That's about half of Williams' total points. <laughs> hey, well, <laughs> you, want a, you want an interesting uh, interesting stat, Castro? <laughs> Carlos Hyde and my boy Chase Edmonds outscored your. 40% wide receivers over there. How did that work for you last time when your kicker outscored Derrick Henry? I won. <laughs> I won. I won that bet. <laughs> I won that bet. You lost it right after. <laughs> uh, 
speaking of Derrick Henry, Jose, you also have pretty nice matchups across the board, except for your two biggest names, uh, Devontae Adams, after scaring you with that ankle update a couple days ago. Uh, looks like he will be going, but against a tough Indianapolis uh, defense mm-hmm. and Derrick Henry against a really tough Baltimore defensive front. How are you feeling about those two? Worried about Devontae Adams because I feel like after any time, like a fantasy star, like leaves the game but comes back with a potential like injury. Um, obviously, they don't perform too hot in that game that they return in, and then the game after, it's always like, yeah, I'm going to play, but maybe they don't have the best production or, you know, they get very limited looks because they want to see, you know, they just want to go out there to test. So um, very worried about Devontae Adams, but I can't leave him on my bench. Um, Derek Henry, um, also concerned. He's, uh, he was hot, you know, the, the when the season started and the last two weeks, he's, he's definitely cooled off. Um, 10.9 fantasy points last week and the week prior, 6.8 against the Bears defense. Um, the latest news, latest news headline for Derek Henry is that he faces an injury riddled Ravens defensive line. So mm. taking that for what it is and hoping he, uh, he, 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 he stops that cool streak and, and, and starts up a new, new hot streak. So, um, one in one worried about one have hope for the other. Well, good news. These, um, my, uh, spider sense is tingling. And I think Derek Henry is going to score 21 points for you this week. <laughs> 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 uh, what I love is you didn't have the nickname of the Oracle, but you've gone ahead and, and like taken liberties of just predicting matches. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to comment on that. Comment. Yeah. <laughs> comment. Um, oh, I had something. I forgot it. Do you, you have another stat for us? Uh, I was just going to say, so um, obviously both Castor and I are primed, I hope, to make the playoffs. Um, I know the last three weeks anything can happen, but we're both primed to make the playoffs. Um, between the both of us, we have made the playoffs a total of seven times, um, but we have never played each other uh, in the playoffs. Mm. So um, mm. something I wanted to point out, the last time, we met Castro was last year, week six. Um, you took that matchup 91.66 to my 86.6. Um, and you do have uh, the lead over me all time and four wins to my, my two. So it's not impossible. That is one of the things I was going to point out. Uh, Castro took uh, umbrage with me dismissing that he could possibly make the top two. But one game behind and a lot of points behind means he basically needs to make up two games on you. If he wins this one, you would be tied. And I know you still have to play Miller this year. Um, so maybe not impossible. Castro, you're not off to a great start, but uh, we all know some of these some of these stars can dud out at any time. Yeah. Better odds than Will making the playoffs. Oh, is it? <laughs> is it? Is that what we can all agree on? You're all wrong. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next one. Um, I'll just jump into mine. Probably not a ton of analysis needed here. As expected, um, the best projection I have of the whole season, I think, at 116, I'm playing against Michelle, who (laughs) is starting the likes of Devin DuVernay, David Njoku, and Dalton Schultz. Two tight ends. Two tight ends in her lineup this week. Getting especially crafty with ways to score the fewest points possible while still setting the lineup. (laughs) Um, so yeah, my interest is forward thinking, um, I'm shooting for the stars. Like I'm only one game behind you as well, Jose. And I know you got a tough schedule, 
So I'm starting guys who have the potential to score 30 plus points. So I put in Justin Jefferson. Um, Michael Thomas has that idiot throwing to him. I should actually maybe sub him out. Whoa. If uh, Taysom Hill's going to be in there. Don't offend my quarterback. in there. Uh, Got to start Deshaun because every time I start wins, he gives me eight points. And um, yeah, Chubb, Sanders, Dalvin Cook. I'm, I'm shooting for the stars, hoping for a 150-point outing. Um, I'm probably not going to look at Michelle's <laughs> score for most of the day. I'm just going to be playing against you guys. Um, <laughs> but with that being said, uh, do you have any numbers for our matchup? Uh, I do, and I was I just wanted to comment. You do have the highest projection in the entire league this week, so um, yeah, you, you're doing the right thing if that's your goal. <laughs> um, so between you and Michelle, you last met last year, week nine. Um, Michelle actually won that matchup, one thirty two point eighteen to eighty five point fourteen. Wow. Um, yeah. So props to Michelle. Got that ass kicked, man. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering who she started because I'm looking at her lineup now and wondering where those came from. She traded all her players. It's not on there. True. Yeah. It's Zeke. Yeah. She did have Zeke and Mike Evans. It could have been there. Uh, all time head to head. Mario, you have four wins to Michelle's two. Um, and the winner of this matchup wins on average by 23.9 points. Hmm. I think that average is going to go up this week. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> All right, best of luck in your race to the bottom, Michelle. Uh, Next one, Justin, who we talked about, actually confirmed that he listened to his first episode uh, today. (laughs) He hadn't listened to any of the first five, but I told him him we talked about him, and he listened to it that night. Like, I told him about (laughs) this week. Which is sort of the point why we try and speak outside of ourselves and, um, you know, hear a third party perspective on our rosters uh, maybe get confirmation that people are paying attention to what we're doing things like that so um he has the other uh tank team against isaac although isaac's projection is actually a respectable 82 um to <laughs> justin's current 96 this is kind of a big deal for justin we didn't uh we didn't unpack the standings too too much um or the, like the implications it's a lot of math to do with three weeks to go so i think next week uh, we'll get into it a little further but at five and five, tied with Scott and one game behind uh, you, Wark, um, this game could have a, a pretty significant impact, I think. Yeah, yeah I think you better uh, beat him. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't see that <laughs> happening, but uh, I've been keeping an eye. I've been keeping an eye on things. Um, you know, watching. If you're not watching who's behind you, you're, um, you know. You're a fool. So you gotta you gotta keep uh, gotta keep up with everything, everybody, and um, you know both Justin and Scott. I know they're both um, they're both eyeing this uh, fifth spot probably. I uh, I am curious to see who which expansion team locks the first playoff appearance ever, and with both of them one game behind, uh, we'll talk about Scott's matchup in a minute. Justin definitely has the easier matchup. Well, not easier than yours work, but between uh, Justin and Scott, <laughs> he has the easier matchup. Oh, that's uh, funny, guys. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're laughing. <laughs> uh, now, Justin, we talked about his team, uh, that it has a lot of talent. They just can't all fire at the same time. Uh, Josh Jacobs, Antonio Gibson, even Lamar Jackson this year, uh, Hollywood Brown. 
uh, Robbie Anderson. They all and Clyde Edwards Hilaire has been in a weird situation. Luckily uh, for him, Le'Veon Bell hasn't taken as much work as uh, people thought he could have. Um, they all fired up last week, and he had a, a pretty good outing in his win to to get to five hundred and. He's projected to win this one too. Uh, Isaac obviously had a down year, still trying to field a, a solid contender. He's only 14 points down in his projection. He's got Calvin Ridley back this week. Um, he's starting up Michael Pittman, who we talked about having a, a good game last week. Hawkinson's kind of come on. James Robinson was a steal for him. So he's he's got some players. He's got some players that could put up a fight. Isaac, if you win this week, I will give you $5. Wow, you got so many bets on the board this week. Do you? Hey, no, no, that was my only keep bet. Track of these? Those are just my. Those other stuff was just you know bold predictions. That's all that was. This is my only bet. <laughs> Isaac, don't believe this clown. I'm still missing ten dollars. Uh, what? Last bet, so. No, it was double or nothing. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what, <laughs> How do you think that works? <laughs> Exactly. Well, no, Will, Will thought it was double or nothing. He got to pick. He chose nothing. I had a choice. I had a choice. Yeah. You get nothing. Yeah, it's like trick or treat, right? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to do another Batman. That's what I was waiting for. Oh, my God. I'm just looking at Justin's uh, team. He's got three really good young running backs, good young quarterback. He'll be... Justin will be around for a while here with these with these players. Dude, Antonio Gibson, man, like mm-hmm. coming out of coming out of the out of nowhere. This guy, well, maybe out of nowhere for you. Oh, okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he's done a pretty good job. He did get lucky with getting the number one pick two years in a row um, in the last couple lotteries, and yeah, thanks, and he's, uh, he's made the most <laughs> most out of him. <laughs> Justin did actually have better odds than you or like he was he was up there with you uh i didn't and five other people didn't i did still got in front of you i got, <laughs> I got number two <laughs> i i'm fucking aware I know this. <laughs> this, this is the counterbalance with with the lottery system and tanking so mm. uh if you believe in karma at all maybe uh maybe tanking's not for you will we'll see i'm coming we playoffs. saw, we saw in the playoffs. Work. I'm coming. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, moving on to the uh, other five and five team and we, uh, and the other eight and two team for that matter, the other tied with first place, uh, Miller and Scott, big implications for both of them. Uh, like we said, Castro, you need either Miller or Jose to lose twice. And if one of them loses this week, that means the other one has to lose next week. Um, so you're obviously going to be rooting for Scott to pull it out. He is a currently 14-point uh, underdog. He did get 12 out of Kenyon Drake last night. Christian Kirk maybe should have had a bigger game. He only put up five. Um, and he had his kicker. Wow, he had three players going last night. But, um, Miller, of course, closer to full strength, getting Gurley, Tyree Kill, and Travis Kelsey back. And he's firing up uh, Zeke this week coming oh, off uh, he is. a bye. I mean, you got to. Yeah. You got to. I mean, do you? I mean, <laughs> at this point, what's the worst that could happen? He's already experienced it with Zeke these past three weeks he's had him. <laughs> well, who knows who the Cowboys quarterback is these days? So uh, That's true. They'll be, they'll be handing the ball off quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
It's uh, it's looking looking like my boy Andy, and it's hard to say because his first appearance was against Arizona, which was just a beatdown. But the offensive line was so banged up, and it was his first start. So I don't, I don't know if they have maybe game planned a little better, or the O line got a little healthier, and they're not playing as vicious of a of a defensive line opponent in Minnesota. Actually, Everson Griffin, who they let go, is on the other side of the ball now. So we'll see if he has any uh, any uh, pent up frustration that he wants to take out on on Andy. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that. Uh, he's going with Duke Johnson again. Um, Castro, the man you let walk away and he let slip through your fingers for good reason. <laughs> <laughs> I got Kalen Bellage instead. It was a choice. Mm. Well, we'll see how that plays out long term. Um, yeah, not a ton, ton to get into. Uh, Miller is, is a favorite as he usually is. It's more about, more about the implications. Is he going to, is he going to, Catch up to you, Jose, and take first place. Or is one of y'all going to drop a game and take it unanimously? Easy for me to say, unanimously. Or will Scott make his giant killing of his own, go to six and five, and uh, make work sweat a little bit? (laughs) Nah. There you have it. I'll take it. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But I, one thing I wanted to point out, this is Miller's like fifth team name change. Um, his current team name is Bye 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 Bye, <laughs> which I'm assuming is an in-sync reference. But I'm wondering if it's if that's labeled to in- intimidate his opponents or if he's like almost just guaranteeing he's he's getting the bye. Well, um, no. Probably last not- week it was, it was because he had all those players on bye last week. He just has. Oh, is that why? Well, okay, yeah. oh, that's, that's okay. Smart. All right, so so we can assume where there's going to be a, a sixth uh, uh, name change. Name change here. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Usually Miller, whatever he changes it to, pertains to that week. It's especially stressful on you, Jose, since you are now logging everyone's team names, and he's given you the most work out of uh, out of anybody. <laughs> but yeah. we all quit it, Miller. Oh man, I'll, I'll start doing that. Good job, Miller. Wow. (laughs) We all know how superstitious Miller is. So I sort of like what you said, Jose, if we just choose to collectively believe that he's taunting you and just claiming that he's going to get the first round by maybe uh, some reverse psychology or some jinx will (laughs) come out of it. Um, That is the second to last game. The final one being Fonz. Fonz, who we talk about every week, I feel like finally got back in the winner's circle last week. To improve to three and seven, who, but who his did, race. Who did he beat? Um, I can't remember. Oh, I don't know either. <laughs> yeah, check. Ask the stat guy. <laughs> I think it was a bye week, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it might have been. We got jokes, week. huh? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's default bye week. Uh, speaking of the stack guy, Jose, I jumped away a little too soon. Uh, what do you got on Miller v. Scott for us? Uh, not a ton outside of the standard. Um, for, for both Miller and Scott's matchup and Isaac and Justin, just because the sample size on those all-time stats are small with Miller and Justin, I'm sorry, Justin and um, Scott joining last year. Um, I'll just backtrack to Miller and Scott. Um, they met week nine last year. Um, that was unfortunately part of week nine was part of Miller's like 
six week run where he's he scored like 140 points and above um so miller took that matchup 138.1 to 61.8 um so he obviously has the head-to-head all-time lead one one to zero um and then going back one matchup isaac and justin um they last met last year week four um isaac took that matchup 106 to 69.68 um again isaac with the one and oh all-time lead yeah, sorry, Jose. I got to get better at that. I just keep jumping from game to game, making you uh, backtrack too far. <laughs> yeah, do you do a better job? No, all, all good. <laughs> Not all good. Like I said, the sample size was small for those, so I didn't have anything outside of the standard when they played last. So um, we're, we're good. Right on. Well, uh, getting into that last matchup, uh, Fonz, fresh off his uh, bye week in which he got his third win. Uh, I'm going I'm I'm to change my name. I'm changing it. The bye week? <laughs> bye week. To the bye week? I'm changing it. <laughs> Strike the fear in all of us. <laughs> I'm going to do it right after this, right after this sesh. Uh, well, we talked last week, and I was gloating about how Greg had his lineup set super early. Looking at his projection now at 65, I wondered what happened. He currently has three players on bye in his starting lineup. Uh, and Stefan Diggs, Jimmy Graham, and the Bears defense. So, Will, at what time are you going to start sending him messages to uh, give him the friendly <laughs> reminder? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not playing him. Not. It's not my responsibility anymore. Wow. <laughs> How come you messaged him when I was playing him? I messaged him when I played him. <laughs> it's because I don't like you. That's why. Uh, we'll see if he uh, corrects that kind of hard to uh, compare player by player but he does have Rodgers and Kamara as uh, the cornerstones of his team they are Mm -hmm. actually playing tomorrow or Sunday rather Um, Fonz he's got a zero in his lineup as well but it's on purpose he doesn't have his second running back set he got 12.7 out of Lockett I believe somebody called starting Lockett daddy did last night (laughs) daddy Right here. <laughs> Nine catches for only 67 yards, though. Uh, could have been a little more productive, but he did score, so 12.7 for him on the day. Um, rolling with Justin Herbert, Aaron Jones, T. Higgins, Logan Thomas. All these guys are, are kind of on the rise. Fonz might be might be surging here. Um, he's got a 91 projection even without his second running back position filled in. Um, but looking at his running back, options uh i don't think that number is going to go up too much more i think rex burkhead is his top running back oh my right god now. that's right he picked him up <laughs> he just picked him yeah, up too yeah. yeah oh god speaking of did you guys uh, we talked to you last episode about how um there was a four four person sweepstakes for the chargers defense in which everyone put zero dollars and scott sort of just won by default because of waiver priority yeah well he dropped the chargers today Oh, and then, and then your brother went to put in a claim for him, who obviously has zero dollars. Scott put in another claim for the bet, also at zero dollars, and got the defense back. Take that, Fonz. You, you suck. For no reason other than to piss off your brother is what I imagine. Because I was next to him when he got him. He goes, "Fucking Scott, what?" <laughs> So, uh, so Fonz had to settle for the Bengals, who are going against Washington. So, not the worst, not oh. the worst matchup, but uh, nice one, Scott. Nice one. 
<laughs> I I really hope he did that on purpose. I think uh I think for the final week we have maybe a two for with Scott and uh Miller we hope to get slated in so we can ask him in person. But Scott, bravo if that was on purpose. Uh just know that it it achieved the desired effect. <laughs> well done, sir. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, like we said on this one, uh, Fon's projected to win. Uh, probably be a bit closer if Greg sets his lineup, uh, before Sunday, which he'll probably start Burkhead. Yeah, I'm sure, brother. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if his luck starts to turn around because he has had a rough go of it so <laughs> far. And like we said, he's only got a 50, actually, maybe a 40 point lead mm. over a couple of the other players. Yeah, it's a tight points race, too, for that six ball all of a sudden. Yeah, I think uh, Warwick, you're at nine ten, and Fonz is at nine fifty. So he's only got a forty point edge on you. So even if he did start to drop a few games, as long as you beat Fonz, um, you're in the hunt. Uh oh. Yeah, he's he's scary, man. He's he's got a good team. He's just, he's just the matchups has not been his, in his favor. So you're you're afraid of him, but you're not afraid of me. One hundred percent. All right. All right. <laughs> Uh, Jose, what do you got on these two? Uh, these two last met last year, week 10. Uh, Fonz took that matchup 113.88 to Greg's 66.12. Um, yeah, quite, quite, a, quite a difference there. Um, they're all-time head-to-head standings. They've met five times. Um, Fonz has the edge over Greg with three wins to two. Hmm. Something else to note, though, out of Fonz's three wins on Greg, two have been decided by 4.4 points or less. And then if you flip that script, uh, both of Greg's wins against Fonz have been uh, by an average of 28.2 points. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. There you go. All right, rapid fire. Let's see. uh, Let's go in reverse order and see if we can pick the winners here. Kind of hard to do with Greg, like I said. But uh, Fonz v. Greg, uh, we'll start with uh, you, William. My brother. Wow. Oh, that's surprising. Jose? Jose? (laughs) I'm taking Fonz. Castro? I'm going to take Fonz, too. I think it's going to be a miracle win. I... I will take Fonz as well. It's, I mean, it's hard to say without knowing the full lineup. I'll take Fonz too. I think, uh, I think Will was the magic juice he needed to get his team's confidence up, Ooh. and uh, he's going to go on a little, a little tear here. That's what I'm there um, for. Representing the guest account this week, Wark. Yeah, I'll have to go with Fonz. Clean sweep for Fonz. Uh, last game we talked about before that, Miller v. Scott. Try and keep your personal desires out of this one. Uh, William <laughs> Miller all day. I'm choosing you again, Miller. Let's go, Jose. Yeah, personal desires aside, I'm taking Miller. <laughs> Castro, <laughs> I'm going Scott. You're an wow. idiot. <laughs> <laughs> You're cool with the bold one. I am not as bold. I am taking Miller. Work. What do you got? Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Miller. Um, if Kirk mm. would have had a better night. I don't trust Boyd um, in his flex spot, so I think Miller's going to take this one. Word. Look at work doing the research. He <laughs> came in prepared for this. <laughs> Already better than Will. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you can't be. <laughs> you want to take my, my spot? That would be, right. be my team name. After okay. This 
<laughs> after you lose this week, after you lose this week, I bet Got he's going to change it by one p.m. on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I dare you! I dare you! <laughs> Uh, moving on, we got, uh, Justin V. Isaac, um, two and eight Isaac, five and five Justin, William. Isaac. Isaac, Jose? I'm taking Isaac as well. Oh. I think, uh, I think he's obviously trying to tank, but I, I, I Castro might've been you that called it last, last week, but I, I feel like it's just going to backfire this week and he's going to get the win. <laughs> Castro? I will give the pity pick to Justin. Wow. <laughs> he's three, he's three games better and a 14-point favorite, you clown. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I don't know that Isaac is trying to tank. I know he's got Gio Bernard. Well, Gio Bernard's starting. Like, he's yeah. got a respectable lineup that he's set. I mean, talk about Michelle has two tight ends going. In her matchup against I, Isaac does, too. Oh, he but does. Henry and Hawkinson. But those yeah, are actually those, respectable yeah, titles. Yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and looking at his bench, I... Oh, you know what? I don't know. He's sitting Fournette. That may not be... I would sit Fournette. I, I might do that. That might be his tanking move. Whatever you would do, Will, I usually tend to do the opposite. But I will take Justin. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did? <laughs> I'll take Justin. Uh, work, okay. what say you? Yeah, yeah I'm also going to go with Justin on this one. Ooh. I think they'll pull this one off. I think War is going pity too. Yeah, three <laughs> pity picks for Justin. <laughs> Isaac, you remember that D's and I, dude. We got you. Better win, dude. <laughs> um, other one outside of that, uh, me against Michelle. Does anybody take Michelle? I <laughs> <No>. will not. <laughs> right. Nope. That one's settled. Uh, next one. She's going to be so is... upset that you said that. Well, tell her to start <laughs> Chase Claypool. It's stuff with the tight ends in there. Word. Um, the Jose Bowl. This is interesting. The Jose is you are not allowed to vote. William. I'm going uh, D's. Because fuck you, Castro. <laughs> <laughs> A uh, big surprise. Big surprise. <laughs> Solid analysis. Uh, I am also, I am also taking D's. Uh, what do you got, work? Yeah, man, Castro. As much as I'd love to take you on this one for personal preference, um, I'll have to go with with D's on this one as well. I appreciate that. I know that's tough for you. <laughs> you see this, Steve? This is what you're missing, Ward. I got clean sweep last Castro, week. Honestly, Castro, because I've already gone through Miller and and Jose, you still have to go oh. through both of them. So actually, by you losing is going to help me because you could you could lose two out of the mm. next three. That's true. That's true. That's true. Don't fuck it up, Castro. Yeah. I'm, ex- <laughs> I'm excited to analyze the uh, the standings after this week with only two games to go, and uh, <laughs> and we'll we'll see how important next week is. Um, last game, the W's. World War, Warwick, and Will. That's right. Birthday brothers, too, actually. Oh, yeah, that's right. We have the same birthday, November 1st. Oh, I don't have my birthday drop. Damn it. I didn't expect it to come up. Nobody's birthday is soon. You're never going to have a chance to use that again. No, this is true. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up every NFL player's birthday and find a way to casually slip it into conversation. Jose. 
Well, I'm going with the. I think you heard. I'm of, going with the better owner, the better mind, the better team. That's right. I'm taking, I'm taking Warwick. Wow. And the better man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Castro, do you have something less offensive? Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, you never want to pick the guy who gave up Patrick Mahomes, and mm. I won't. So I pick oh, Warwick. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. You know, I was encouraged after seeing uh, Hyde and Edmonds perform. I think Marvin Jones is going to get the start. You got some hope for guys like Crowder and Gasecki, or I'm sorry, Crowder and uh, Mike Williams, who's playing the weak Jets. And I was like, maybe he could do it. And then I looked at his quarterback, and it's just there's a 20 point differential between Mahomes and uh, <laughs> and Taysom Hill, who I think Castro, you said it like watch him get 50 50 snaps. I think that's a that could actually happen. Shut up. No. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still hoping on it. I love it. <laughs> so for those reasons, I'm taking work as uh, <sighs> All right. You know, real real Will, quick, I bet Will's missing Brian Hoyer right now. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Brian Hoyer's got a ring. <laughs> you know, this, is a, this is a revenge game for Mahomes. I think uh, Vegas went into the Arrowhead beginning of the year and won. Ah, that's right. He's going to be looking for some revenge here. Not only did they win, but the Vegas team bus circled Arrowhead afterwards, and Andy Reid was pissed about that. (laughs) And uh, they did that, and um, like seven defensive players on uh, Oakland was put on the were put on the COVID nineteen restrictions. One already came off. Sounds like a majority will come off, but they've been missing they've been missing uh, practices and walkthroughs and stuff like that, and. You got a pissed off Chiefs team coming to your house. I, yeah. It could be a bloodbath. Man, I wish make- everyone who listens to this can see could see Will's face right now as we're, <laughs> as we're talking this through. What, dude? What? <laughs> what, man? We I'm need not to put worried. Up the Instagram. I'm not worried about it. I'm not concerned. <laughs> Pat Mahomes, eighteen points. Famous last words. Eighteen points. <laughs> I'm not worried about. It. What, uh, Castro? Please mark the time um, on this one. So that we can open the next show with, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about right. it. And then reveal the score. <laughs> uh, yeah. I want to have that. Um, well, Warwick, glad you could join us today for this one. Uh, Fonz was, welcome back to, uh, was welcomed back to recap his match with Will. So if you'd like to be on the next one and schedule allows, uh, we'd love to have you back on to talk about what you did to William. Oh, uh, okay. those games. Um, <laughs> We can let you know about a, a, a time and place and see if we can get it worked out if uh, if you'd like to be back. Yeah, no, definitely. I'd love to. A um, couple travel plans up in the air right now, but I sh- as of right now, I'll be in Texas on Sunday. So um, mm. we'll, um, you know, as uh, I would say tomorrow, let's, let's get back together and um, I'll know a little bit more. We'll uh, reconvene on that. But before we do send you off for the day, in case we don't get you back... Uh, we want to give you the floor. We, Jose and I obviously care a lot about what the league has to say, and I, I tell him that I'm concerned about everyone's general feelings and interests on rule changes because there have been a handful in the last couple of years, and um, I've gotten in some arguments about other potential rule changes, but outside of the, the you know four- or five-person circle I talk to, I don't always get to talk to, uh, uh, to the other half of the league. So uh, I do want to give you the floor, uh, how you're enjoying yourself in the league, any uh, rule changes or point scoring changes or ideas that you have that you might want to uh, put
put in the suggestion box. You know, I, um, you know, I, not gonna lie, the first two years were a little rough. It's uh, I don't know how Will does it, getting your ass kicked every week and put on a <laughs> face, but um, so it was a little discouraging. Not gonna lie, the first couple of years, but um, you just gotta fight through it, make good decisions, and uh, hopefully make uh, more good ones than bad ones. Um, you know, obviously doing it with your friends makes it a lot, a lot easier. So I definitely uh, love the attention and, um, you know, the thought process you guys put behind everything when it comes to drafts, to doing a podcast, to, um, you know, just making sure everybody's, uh, in the loop when it comes to, uh, rule changes, even though to this day, I still don't understand the taxi squad. Jose's probably sick and tired of me <laughs> calling him and texting me, him about it. I managed to get one player on there, but I'll figure it out one of these days. Um, but no, overall, um, you know, I do three dynasty leagues and, um, you know, all are great. But, um, you know, this one, I feel like it has the most um, involvement out of all the other ones. So I'm uh, definitely happy to be here. Definitely honored to be on right now. You know, rule changes in the in the future. Uh, I've never been a fan of uh, kickers or defenses. So if we ever uh, put that up to vote, uh, I'd be uh, I'd be a yay for that. Just get them out of there and um Maybe add in an extra uh, flex spot, you know, just to make things interesting. Um, kind of like Castro said earlier, too many times it comes down to a kicker and a defense to where, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's just not as as rewarding when that happens. So <laughs> that'd be my only sure. that'd be my only two cents. But but other than that, uh, I love it. It's great. So uh, definitely heard the the case for kickers and defenses being removed before. We did talk really briefly uh, heading into the draft last season about the thought of maybe adding an additional flex spot. Um, obviously, some of the shallower teams uh, were not privy to that rule change taking effect. But if it were uh, if it were supplemented by removing kickers and defenses and stuff like that, uh, definitely definitely worth considering in uh, conversations I, I'd have with uh, other people of the league and. Uh, my my overall stance is if a majority of the league wants to do it and thinks it'll make it better, I'm I'm not opposed to it. Yeah, we're keeping kickers. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna take away the one good thing Will has on his team. <laughs> <laughs> Will's expertise has gone out the window. He watches watch his whole degree become obsolete. Works after everything from you. He just doesn't want to knock out of playoffs. that those that's my stance on that and for the record on the taxi squad thing yeah it's a lot to try and get into text and to try and explain it definitely be easier if we can make a video of some sort but basically the gist is if you have a player in their first two years and you don't want them to occupy your current um roster status or whatever you can put them into taxi but once you do that they cannot i'm sorry once you do, you only got four slots for the year, and it's not like a bench. It's not like add, drop, replace. Once they're in, they're set. Like your slot one, if you put somebody in there, it's done for the year. You can promote that player out of it if they become good. So like Will had DeAndre Swift, which I he had to bring done. that one up. He, he put him in there, <laughs> and he's like, you know what? This guy is actually becoming pretty good, so I need to promote him. He promoted him, but that slot is still burned, so he's got three left for the year. Um, he's also out the, this week. The eligibility is just for players in their first, in their rookie or in their second year, anybody beyond that. And the idea is, you know, you draft these players and sometimes they take a while to pop. And like I had to drop Keyshawn Vaughn because we didn't have this in place and uh, Fonz went and dropped 90 bucks on him. So I just had to say, (laughs) I had to say uh, goodbye to him. um, 
Another rule change that we've sort of talked about um, just in conversation with people, but again, we don't always get to speak to you every day. Uh, and Jose, we really need to make this official. I just didn't want to bombard people with long post after long post. But uh, one of the things we were considering so that players could, in fact, hold on to some of their young guys um, with, without, since we don't do a full dynasty where you keep 100% of your roster, we talked about the concept of having um, your rookies that are in a taxi squad eligible to be carried over to the next year without it counting against one of your 13 keepers. The only catch is they would have to start the year in the taxi, but you feel free to promote them. And um, that's one of those things, Jose, that if we did talk to everyone and, and vote and it got approved, since we didn't announce that immediately when people were setting their things, I would tell anybody that this one time and one time only, if they have rookies that they want to put into taxi, even if they've used all their spots or whatever, if they want to swap them out, they could do that heading into the next year. Um, yeah, no, that sounds good. And one other thing I wanted to say is because we implemented this in the middle of the season, right? So um, there's really there hasn't been a deadline as far as like work. You think you still have three unused spots? So if you have um, a player in the first two years um, currently on your bench and you you want to you know put one of them in your taxi slot, we can do that for you. Um, but as Mario said, once that spot is used, it's burned, and you promote them, you can't use that slot again. Um, next year, when we go through this again, um, you're going to have to decide who you want to put in your taxi squad. And I think the deadline we're going to set and stick to will be the start of the regular season. So once your taxi slots are set, and Mario, correct me if I'm mistaken, but we won't be able to you know, do what we're doing now, which is mid-season, like unlock it for someone to make some moves. Um, but that's how our, the intention of how it's supposed to work. Yeah. yeah, and again, the only reason we're unlocking it now is um, is because we are mid-season. And the only reason we lock it in the first place is because if we didn't, then the 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 key thing is they're not bench spots. Like if it's if we wanted four more bench spots, we just extend the bench. The idea is it's supposed to be sort of a an incubator for your young talent that you want you drafted, you you believe in, you have the rights to, but they're just burning a, a spot in your roster. So like uh, J.K. Dobbins, for example, I probably should have put into taxi because I definitely think he has a bright future, but I can't use him this year. He's just not usable. So. Um, it's made for for players like that, and um, hopefully that helped to uh, help clear up some of it. Yeah, no, I like the idea. It'll be interesting, you know, if you can keep them or roll them over year after year. Just be careful; you can't roll over the second year player to the third year. Right? Correct. You have to take them out. Correct. So, okay. it'll just be for rookies. So, <clears throat> yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, maybe we tell people who don't listen to the full episode just listen to the last five minutes of this one, and, uh, <laughs> and we don't have to repeat ourselves. <laughs> Uh, well, with that being said, work, man. Great to see you. Love that you're able to join us. Um, really, uh, really happy we got this going. Yeah, no, thanks for the invite. If I don't make it on Sunday for any reasons, uh, uh, you know, good luck to everybody, but will. And um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know why? You know what's gonna happen. You know why you're not gonna be here. <laughs> well, we uh, we appreciate you, work. Uh, but with that, for myself. Jose and Castro will be back in a couple days to recap all of the uh, Sunday aftermath. William? Um, Wart, good luck. Uh, Big Willie signing out. (laughs) Later. All right. See ya.